0: This is the Maker's Garage, presented by Carbide 3D. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Maker's Garage podcast. Kevin Barnett hanging out solo today inside the crow's nest. And no Winston Moy. He is out in Maui, the beautiful state of Hawaii. He's taking a little break from social media as well as the company, so he'll be back in about a week. If you want to tune out, I guess you can shut it off right now. It's just going to be me. And today, I want to talk about some things that have been bothering me a little bit, but I think you're going to find some value in it. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, rate us on iTunes, uh, stalk Winston, myself, and this show, as well as Carbide3D on Instagram, and all right, let's dig into it. What's been bothering me is kind of across several fronts, and I'll talk about that and then how to push back against it and what I think real value is. The the world writ large is empowering terrible ideals. Terrible ideals and ideas, both. Critics and experts. The Twitter and comment sections of the internet. Companies constantly reacting to the ramblings of the least productive aspects of human behavior. Now, you might just say people, but I think we all have some thoughts that ...are less than ideal and less than productive. It's a question of do you choose to express them? Do you choose to send them somewhere? That's up to you. Some people do, some people don't. I think increasingly people do. And you see this show up in a lot of ways. Because I know one fact that isn't listed here... ...on this picture, in this video... ...or on this broadcast... ...everything else is invalid and I'm a genius... Because I noticed one error here, everything else is invalid and I'm a genius. Because I would have done it differently. Everything else is invalid and I'm a genius. You sensing a theme here? Are you catching on? First, don't ever do this, okay? Don't. Fight the urge. Hey, we all have it. You're right on something. Somebody else is wrong on something. You have a better idea, in quotes, better Yeah, we all have the urge. It happens. Fight it. I'm not saying you're going to win all the time, but fight it, please. Secondly, being an expert or a single skill person is not desirable anyway. That's not where you want to be. I come from the sports world. Still do sports broadcasting. If you listen to the Olympic Games this year, indoor men's or women's volleyball, you'll hear me on NBC. That's your crossover fact of the day. But in the sports world, it's become this race to have one more obscure fact. One more obscure fact does not make your opinion more valuable than anyone else's. It's come along with the rise of analytics. I know the stats, therefore, I know the future. I know more than you. I know what's going to happen. Wrong. You don't know what's going to happen. You know the past. So good luck affecting the past. Good luck with that. It's the rise of the stat troll. And you see this show up all over the place on sports television, sports talk television, whose entire goal is to have a moment where they make a declarative statement of correctness. There's no real contribution. There's no real contribution to whatever the medium or subject or field of study is that might be at hand. No. Just one moment of look at me. I'm so right right now. Look at at this. I am right right now. It's a totally selfish act. There's no teaching involved. There's no desire to enlighten and educate. It's just self-focused. I know everything about this one thing, so just try and come at me. Just try. In fact, that's what I want. I want you to come at me, and I want to be right. I want to check back on this comment. I want to check back on this tweet. Who responded to it? How can I show them? They're wrong. Yeah, this is where, this is where things are going in the sports world. To the creative world. I could do metric to imperial in my head. Watch this. I can price your products in my head. Watch this. You're wrong. Your products and your prices are garbage. I can redesign your subpar item right now in my head, and I can type about it. I can devalue whatever you were trying to learn by doing that project right now. Watch me do it with my magic keyboard. The rise of specialization. You know what specialization is at its core? It means you know more and more about less and less until you know everything about nothing. Now, don't get it twisted. I know you're, you're jumping at that one. Don't get it twisted. Competency, high-level competency, is very much a desirable quality. Teaching is a desirable quality, the desire to teach. Thinking there is always something more to learn is a desirable quality. That's the kind of person that you want to be involved with. That's the kind of people, the kind of human thought process we need to encourage. Not, I am right, you are wrong, but, well, here's, here's another way. Here's what I thought of without the devaluation side of things. I would ask the critics of the world, can you, the critic, apply anything you know to make something or create something new? Can you analyze what's in front of you and come up with a new thought? Generally, no. They cannot. That's why they're doing what they're doing. That's the real power. Creation. A willingness to try and fail at creating something and then try again. And that's what you're doing when you're making stuff. That's what you're doing if you're learning C&C. And by learning c and I don't mean just the first time or I'm a total noob and don't know what I'm doing. I'm talking about anywhere along the spectrum. Whether I'm five years in, whether I'm 15 years in, whether I run a Shape Oko or I run a Haas, or whether I run a Haas during the day and I run a Shape Oko during the night. Now, how do you deal with this? Well, you ignore it for one. But become that person. Become that high level, competent person. Apply what you know. Get out there. How do you push your creative thoughts further? How do you push yourself further? So you've ignored everybody, but how do you go even further? Experience and time, I'll tell you that. Everybody loves to drool over the workshops that have everything. My grandfather's workshop had everything, everything you could ever want. That's built over time. Tools in a workshop, hey, 10 plus years. Buy as you need, not as you want. Unless you, you got the money to do the want, sure. But I like to buy as I need. I like to do projects where I get to keep the tools, Whether I'm making for somebody else or making for myself, but I I get to keep the tools. So experience and time. And push yourself. Always try something new. Whether that's a material, maybe it's epoxy, maybe it's concrete, a particular hardwood, aluminum, brass. Something else you haven't even thought of yet. Try new materials, try new things. Techniques, you see something cool on the internet, go out and give it a whirl. Stacking plywood for panels, dra- drag bits on acrylic, new drag bit video out. Break stuff and fail. Make some things that don't work. I can tell you this, it's a path to somewhere. It's a path to something that will work. It's just not working yet. Yet. So it's not that this project doesn't work, or this project is a failure. That's not the stopping point of the sentence. This project is a failure right now. This project doesn't work right now. This light design is garbage right now. Come back and refine it. And you're going to break some stuff, particularly in CNC. You're going to break some stuff. It's going to be end mills that you're going to break. These aren't bad moments, these are boundary finders. This is you walking up to a fence that says no access beyond this point. That's what that bit breaking, shattering, and your CNC continuing to run while cutting nothing because it left the head of the end mill behind. That's what that moment is. That's you walking up to that post fence with the barbed wire across it that says no access beyond this point. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to go beyond that point. That's the first thing you want to do. Well, what if I go on the other side? Is there something cool over there? When you break a bit, yeah, you're at that fence. Chuck up a new one. Expand your frontiers. Try again. Ah, the bit cost me money. Yeah, I know. I know. You could sell something. Make some products to make some money for your experimentation. Complaining you don't have enough money for something. It's valid sometimes. But I don't think that's a limiting factor. You're limiting yourself or the restrictions that you think are in front of you can be a tremendous force for creativity. I can't afford hardwoods. Well, make it out of softwoods. Make it look cool. Even though it's not walnut. Although, let's be honest, walnut's pretty cool. And it's not that expensive. I don't have a flip jig. I don't know how to do two-sided machining. Yeah, well, you got glue, don't you? You can make two halves and glue them together. Last time I checked, that probably works. My machine is too small. I love that comment on the internet. I could make that if my machine were bigger. Uh, Yeah, you could make that anyway. Make interlocking pieces. Or their machines aren't big enough. Oh, okay. Who's got space for a 4x8 shop bot? Not me. I don't have a whole garage bay to give to that machine. Or the money. That I want to dedicate to that machine. I encourage you too to hang out with talented people. Find those people that are making stuff. Find those people that are putting themselves out there. Collaborate with them. I had a terrific project a couple years ago. A coffee table. Found a, a player who was actually an artist. Had a degree in art from USC. And I told her, I said, hey, if you take this piece of plywood and turn it into an acrylic art piece, an acrylic painting, I'll build it into a table. She brought me back a painting that I could never have made. And I think it took her half an hour, 45 minutes to do. Looked amazing. Had texture. A little bit of depth to it. Amazing. So I took her talent. And I took my willingness to kind of get out there and I made a walnut and maple frame for it. I made some steel legs out of salvage steel from an old bathroom that had been remodeled at a friend of mine's house. Those are my legs. I made the base. I made the wrap frame around it, dropped the painting in there. And then I had enough of a ledge there to put glass in on top. And there's your coffee table. One of a kind, unique coffee table. Hung around in my house after I used it on a TV set. Hung around in my house for another calendar year till it went back on the TV set. Wasn't the plan. I'd planned to sell it right away. No one would give me what I wanted for it, what I thought it was worth. All right, well, I'll hang on to it for a bit. Wasn't real convenient, sat in my living room. I already had a coffee table, so I had two coffee tables. A year later, back on the set. Can I buy it? Can I buy it? Got a client. Bought it for more than I wanted originally for it. Because now I've been on the TV show twice. So in my mind, it's worth more. They bought it. They love the thing. Love the thing. Hang out with talented people. Collaborate with talented people. That's important. That will influence your thinking. People always ask, what am I going to make with a CNC machine? Frequently, that's the question. But you can apply that to any tool. What am I going to make with this saw? What am I going to make with this whatever you can find in a hardware store? When it comes to CNC, what am I going to make with this CNC? Wrong question. The right question is, how is this machine going to change the way I think? How is getting in the CNC world going to change the way I think? How is being in touch with talented, collaborative people going to change the way I think? How is that going to alter what I am capable of? There are the questions you should be asking. More importantly, experiencing, not even worrying about it. Find your most talented artist friend. Say, hey, do a drawing. I'm going to put it on a piece of wood. We're going to make something cool. You can do that. You got somebody in your life who can draw for sure. A little bit ranty today. Winston's not here to take down the temperature. We're going to keep trying to give you these short bites, something for you to do headed into the weekend. Got a video coming out tomorrow, one day build from into the software all the way to finished product in what could be your Saturday, part of your Saturday. And by Saturday, I mean like five hours, something like that, four hours, what you have if you have other things to do on the weekend, if you have other people you want to spend time with, if you have children we're talking about what you can actually do on a weekend day from concept to reality one day build coming out tomorrow check it out on the Carbide 3D YouTube channel here's your homework make more design some more stuff share it give something away to see the joy on someone's face when you give it to them Doesn't even have to be big or complicated. Just has to be something that is intrinsic to them that says you thought about that person. Go and do it. You have your homework. Tag at the makers garage on Instagram. Tag us in what you made and what you gave away. Heck, tag us with a picture of the person you gave it to or a video at the moment you gave it to them, because that to me is the fun. I love the reveal. I love when people love the things that I made, that I made for them as a joke that shows I understand and was thinking about them, or as a serious, here is something I think you will really value. Shoot that at the Maker's Garage on Instagram. Send it to us. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow Winston on Instagram. Follow me at Big Barn Design. That's my design Instagram. Follow at Carbide3D. We're posting up stuff, anything from videos that are upcoming to whatever else it is that we're doing here in the shop, products and content. Go do it. Make more. Share it. Kevin Barnett, out. See you in seven.